0: There's joy in every journey.
1: It's Pharrell on a bench in the biggest way possible. Hanging out. the bad seat, a broken eight, a bad apple with a bad attitude. Hanging around a bunch of bad actors. Bad taste, bad luck, bad dude, bad breath, bad attitude, bad vibes. We are live in the Rockin' Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios in New York City. Ooh. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been making it better. Rockin' Mortgage. Push button get mortgage people dressed in plastic bags directed traffic some kind of fashion shake Get up should do be. all my friend they come around fly to fly to party up rats on the west side bed bugs uptown but a mess is town's a and my brains just plattered all over manhattan should do be shake out are you with us tonight from new york 855-212-4227 is the number to get on a bench That's our toll-free line brought to you by Geico. Great news. You can save a bunch of money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Joe Curley will join us at 11 Eastern, 8 Pacific, from the Ventura County Star to talk about the Rams problems. The Niners with the beatdown yesterday. After the Cards... Go down 3-zip in the NLCS to the Nationals. They're in big trouble, Mr. Nothing Nats. They're looking like a sweep now at this point, right? We
2: do you think, Carver High? I mean, the Cardinals, they can't even score a run. Like, well, they got one run in the series so far? They got shutout game one, one run game two, and another donut
3: here tonight. They can't even score. Right. Good scoring is taking so much effort for them to even get hits against the Washington pitching in this series. It's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, they're finished, it looks like, unless some miracle happens. I don't, I don't see it. Grant Paulson will join us from uh, the fan in D.C. and MLB Radio. Grant Paulson tonight after the game. Uh, this is going on right now. They're pounding the uh, Cardinals. Uh, they're hitting home runs. They're doing everything. Last night the Astros even up the ALCS with an 11th inning Correa bomb over the wall and right to beat the Yankees walk-off style. Can the Yankees get a win against Garrett Cole tomorrow night in perfect weather in New York? Wednesday's supposed to rain ass all day. They're already talking about moving the game. Even the Nationals game, is that is that accurate or are they playing tomorrow? They're just they're playing Wednesday too.
2: Ah uh, yes, that Wednesday would be Game Five in D.C. So they're skipping. But five. they're
1: in, they're skipping. Uh, uh, oh, was Game Four
2: tomorrow? Ah uh, yeah, Game Four is tomorrow in D.C. Oh, it is. Yes.
1: Oh. Really? Uh, what time's that game?
2: Eight o'clock. Oh really? Seven thirty. Eight o'clock. Oh yeah,
1: you're right. So Hudson and Corbin. So they're doing. Uh, so they would move that uh, Game Five to Friday, because they're they're supposed to get rain there too, right? Both games I'm hearing are in trouble. Anyway, uh, do you like their chances against Garrett Cole tomorrow with Severino? Because the number's minus 160 on Cole and plus a buck 45 on Severino. The Yankees' home dogs, like almost a buck and a half.
2: Yeah, unheard of really in the playoffs for the Yankees to be home dogs. It's pretty crazy. Um, I just look at it this way Cole is awesome. We know that. He's going to win to Cy Young this year. He's got a billion strikeouts. Right. Last year he went to Fenway in the ALCS. And he did not have a good time. He's awesome in Houston. I think it's a good advantage for the Yankees that he, they're going to face him at the stadium tomorrow. Mafia, do you think they can beat him?
3: I think what you have to do is try to get him out of there. You got to try to work the count, work the pitch count, get him out as early as you can, and not focus on trying to beat him. Like obviously, you're going to try to get hits against him, but your better chance is trying to beat the bullpen.
1: Yeah, they're not going to have fun uh, trying to get hits against him. Either way, even good at bats. Keep making
3: contact as much as you can to get him out of there. He just
1: throws strikes and heat. Throws gas. Right? So that should be very interesting. Uh, The Lions just took the lead on the Packers. 16-13, nine minutes left at Lambeau in the third. So the Lions giving the Packers problems tonight. Of course they are.
2: I mean, they actually let the Packers back in this game. The Lions came out flying; they were throwing deep passes. Ten nothing. Uh, Third, was it thirteen nothing or ten nothing? Ten nothing. Ten
1: nothing. So now, then they t- they tied it up, and then uh the, the Lions just took the lead again. In yesterday's action, the Cowboys lose to the Jets to start the uh, fire. Jason Garrett rumors back up in full force, and the Rams get pushed around by the Niners, who now look like the class of the NFC. Or in that division, is it the Seahawks? Who do you think is better? You think the Niners are better than the Seahawks? I think uh, Russell Wilson right now is in the hunt for MVP. He has to be
2: with the way that he's played, especially because the last two weeks, Mahomes has definitely fallen a little bit down a couple pegs in that race, right? Oh,
1: absolutely. So
2: now Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, guys like that are going to be the talk right now for that award.
1: I mean, can you believe what Watson did yesterday?
2: He's been awesome this year. I He's mean, really, he really I got to
1: say this about um, the Kansas City defense. I mean, they're butter, right? That's a butter defense. They're awful. There's that no, is, there's that no is way they're not, winning the Super Bowl. That
2: is not a Super Bowl caliber that's, defense.
1: That's what I'm saying. They're not winning the Super Bowl with that defense. They, they can't stop anybody. I mean, let's face facts. Have they not? They've lost two home games now. And their defense can't stop anybody. It's that simple. I mean, they carved right through them yesterday all day, right? And weren't they up 17-3 or something like that?
2: Came right out of the gates. They had a couple, uh, they had 10 nothing, like five minutes into the game. They had a touchdown, a Texan turnover. They got a field goal. They, they were up really big early.
1: And then, uh, and then literally, if you ask me, they got dominated the rest of the way. I, I just, I mean, literally, it was 17-3, and then they got outscored 20 to nothing in the second quarter, and uh, then 8 nothing in the fourth quarter, right? So that was it. Lights out. That team is very dangerous. Now they're going to Indianapolis this week to take on the Colts. Do they go there and beat them, too? I mean, they're just, uh, you know, starting... I, I think they do. They're starting to look like they're better than everybody.
3: Yeah, they're starting to click on all cylinders now. You have the two-headed running back Hyde and Duke Johnson working well together on both sides. Tonsil up front. I mean, they're, they're they're just beating people up.
1: Do you see the running that they're uh, accomplishing? Like running it right through the Kansas City defense, like they were invisible. Tonsil is pushing people around,
3: and that's what you're people are learning. You got to do with that team, just like you did with Brady and Manning. It's you know, keep them off the field as much as you can. Just you want to score, but you want to take a long time doing it because the less time. You let Mahomes on the field, the less chance they have to win.
1: Yeah, well, everyone already uh, put him in the Hall of Fame, so. Now, uh, and then, you know, it's funny. In my opinion, even when they're they're losing, they just rave about this guy. Even when they're losing, they're talking about how just unstoppable he is as he's losing. (laughs) I'm like, seriously, I'm watching him lose, right? I mean, I know all they did was lose me money yesterday. I'm about done with them. I don't, I don't have any faith in them. Do you, Carver? I, do you believe in that, Kansas? They're not winning anything with that defense. No yeah. way.
2: Yeah, I find they're it hard They're not beating to, the Patriots. They're not beating the Patriots. And and that's the team that, of course, right now, you have to measure everybody up against. Because right now, who's on their level? No there? one. We thought the Chiefs might be... The Texans. People were on the Rams, obviously, going into the year because they were in the Super Bowl last year. Uh, they suck. So... The Niners are still undefeated, but I don't think we quite know yet or believe yet that they're there. So right now it's the Patriots, as usual. It is the Patriots, and then it is everybody else.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, your team's 4-1. Uh, uh, the Ravens are 4-2. I'll give them a nod. I think the Texans, uh, are you know, with Deshaun Watson and Hopkins, are dangerous. They're more dangerous to me than I think Lamar Jackson's dangerous running the ball. I think Deshaun Watson's dangerous running the ball and throwing the ball.
2: But their defense sucks, too. The Ravens' defense isn't good, either. It just isn't.
1: Well, there you go, then. The Texans are the team and the Bills. That's it. The Texans are for real.
2: Right. And and the Texans will try to beat the, the Pats. Uh, you know, that would be a great matchup. I'm not sure if they play this year. I'd have to look at the schedules.
1: The, the Texans and Patriots are the only undefeated teams in the conference.
2: Right. Uh, you know, that would be a, 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 a matchup where the Texans would try to beat them with offense, which the Patriots, of course, having right now the top D in the NFL. The Bills will try to beat, as we saw a couple weeks ago unsuccessfully, the Bills will try to beat the Patriots in a rock fight. Uh, the Texans will try to beat the Patriots by scoring. Right. Scoring the football.
1: So, uh, the Cardinals finally scored a run on an error, a throwing error, I think, by the left fielder. Soto
3: lost his footing there as he was trying to turn to make the throw, went down, and then when he threw it in, got away from the catcher, and the guy scored from third.
1: So, uh, there you go. They finally have a run on the board, and they have – one out, two on, first and second. Boy, do they need runs. Anyway, you saw what happened, right? Uh, the Panthers won in London over the Buccaneers. This guy, Kyle Allen, they're talking about basically getting rid of Cam Newton now. Have you seen that, that there's talk about getting rid of him?
2: I, I don't know. I've seen it, believe me. I'm not too involved in that. Like, I like I get it. This has been fun. But, I mean, isn't he their quarterback? Right? He is their quarterback. This isn't, they're not really going to try to like get Cam Newton out of Carolina for Kyle Allen, are they? Like, is that something that <laughs> they're legitimately going to try and do? It could be happening. I don't. I don't like that at all.
1: Seahawks beat the Browns. Uh, the Browns are going to the Super Bowl,
2: right? And the Browns just <laughs> keep finding ways every Sunday, right? They just keep finding ways. Their rock star quarterback keeps finding ways to give it away. He's been a turnover machine. Turnover machine
1: and throwing 50, what, 55%? What's he? He's like, he, he's average at and, best. And
2: people get on my guy. I know that my guy makes mistakes. He's better than He's been he's better, better than, than Mayfield than, this yeah. year. He absolutely has. And he's working with a lot less than what Mayfield's working with. The Redskins
1: beat the Dolphins 17-16. When they missed the field goal to go up 20-3, to three, I knew they wouldn't cover. Right when, right when he missed the field goal from 40 yards, I knew that that was the beginning of the end. The minute I saw that go right, I was like, here you go. Here comes the backdoor cover. And Dolphins should have won the game. The Eagles officially suck. And their coach guarantees a win in Dallas this week.
2: Right. Well, look, they got absolutely blitzed yesterday in Minnesota. One more thing from that skin game. Honestly, when the Dolphins are lining up, for the two-pointer to win it at the end. They get the touchdown, fits magic, everybody's going crazy. Was that more of a we don't want to win this game, but we're going to make it look like we want to win this game play that they ran for that two-point conversion? They ran that stupid running back screen. He threw the ball at the guy's feet. It's almost like they want to make it look like they were trying yeah, to win like the they're game, trying they to, didn't. right?
1: <laughs> Why come back then in the game?
2: I know, but it just look, like how do you call that play? You come all the way back. You, you get so the they, touchdown. So they
1: still deny that they're doing that.
2: I get They all deny that. Nobody wants to say that.
1: Uh, the Saints won in Jacksonville, 13 6. Ravens, 23 17 over the Bengals. I hit the uh, Ravens win, Bengals to cover. Niners, I hit that spread, 20 to 7 over the Rams. Cardinals beat the Falcons after Bryant missed an extra point. Uh, it's once again every week. It's automatic every week. A kicker will cost at least one team a game with his miserable misses. Broncos beat the Titans 16 nothing, and the Jets were the stunner of the day, 24-22. Do you give Sam Darnold a shot to cover the nine in Foxborough next Monday night?
3: He's got a shot. They got a much better shot than they did that first game, even though it was like a much bigger spread. We said with Falk, there's no chance of that. Wasn't that 16 or something? It was something? 21 and a half or 22. Oh, was it? They ended up covering it on they the covered. two you know, wacky touchdowns on special teams in defense. I think they have an okay chance. I wouldn't bet the house on it, but he's got a shot the way he played yesterday. All right,
1: 855-212-4CBS. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench. All right, 855-212-4CBS. Don't forget the podcast of this show comes out after the show on Twitter at Scott Pharrell, at on the bench CBS, and on Facebook.com Pharrell on the Bench. It's F-E-R-R-A-L-L, Pharrell on the Bench. So, uh, also, you can listen to the show if you're preempted because of whatever, Monday Night Football, Thursday Night Football, college football, hockey, NBA, whatever it is, baseball, and I'm not on and you're mad and you'd rather listen to this show and watch the game than just uh, listen on the CBS Sports app, the SiriusXM app, radio.com, or Ask Alexa. Ask Alexa, play CBS Sports Radio, and that works too. All of those, all four hours, every night, no questions asked, five nights a week. Check it out, like, radio.com kicks ass. Just favorite CBS Sports Radio, and you're in like Flynn. George in L.A., you're on CBS Sports Radio.
2: For real? What's going on, brother? You're like a psychiatrist. I need a Miller highlight right now.
1: I believe that. Can we get him a beverage? There we go. All right.
3: My gosh, Goff looks like he's seeing ghosts. He's a shadow of his former self bay has been figured out. The Rams are getting old. They're done.
1: Okay, wait. So uh, let me get this straight. You just said that at the end of the day, the Rams are done
0: for this season.
1: Yes. Yeah, I don't. I don't believe that. I think that um, you know they lost a game, a divisional game at home. I thought it was you know uh, highly unfortunate for them. But at the end of the day, they're still three and three. Now, their bigger mountain to climb is Seattle and and San Francisco are in front of them in the division. And then you have to, you know, if you're not going to win the division, which is not clearly not over, but if you're not going to win the division, then you got to worry about being a wild card. And then those spots are going to be up for grabs because there's other good teams. So they have to worry about winning games. And, you know, at the end of the day, I thought they looked terrible against the Niners. And they've looked terrible three weeks in a row. Bucks. In L.A. at home, in Seattle, uh, they got that, that game stolen from them. And then uh, they look even worse against the Niners. So the bottom line is they play in Atlanta this week where they'll win because the Falcons are, I think, legitimately the worst team in the NFC maybe. So uh, the Rams have to start winning. And then they play the Bengals, and they'll beat them. And you know what? They're playing at the Steelers, and I think the Rams are better than the Steelers. So you got to go beat them. And, and then uh, they'll be back on, on solid footing. You're saying that their season's over is insane.
2: I'm not going to say that their season's over. It's not over. It's not over. This is what I will say, just watching them. Uh, now, last year, remember, they brought in a lot of veteran players who all had really big years. A lot of those guys that were so big for them last year, I mean, they just look old this year. They just look like a little yeah, bit like, older. Yeah, like Tlaib and them. Well, Tlaib, you know, he's already done. I mean, they say he might come back, but they threw him on IR today. Peter stinks. He looks a, a year You know, Peters doesn't look good either at corner. Some of the guys that they had on offensive line that they brought in last year who were so great for them, right. they look finished and washed. I, I just think it's, you know, they gave out a lot of big contracts. Hell, you you could even, I mean, I'm not going to say girl he's old, but from giving him the contract to now, I mean, he ain't the same either. Uh, just a lot of things that. We're so good He's for them. Definitely not the same. A lot of things that were so good for them last year are not good for them anymore, and that's going to be a problem for them because now they got they're staring up at two teams in the division.
1: Do you think Mavi, their season's over because they're three and three? I don't think that at all. I
3: don't think their season's over because the whole NFL as a whole has been too inconsistent. We see this every week. You know, the Packers last week made the Cowboys their girlfriends, and then this week all of a sudden they could barely mess around with the Lions. Like they, every week. You have a bunch of teams in both sides of the league that are awesome, and then they come back the next week, and you're like, yeah, I'm going to bet on them. This team's ready to roll. They know what they're doing, and they just lay flat. So I don't think they're out of it by any means at 500, but they definitely have an uphill battle with some of these guys getting old, getting hurt, and just not knowing what they're doing, it seems like. I mean, Goff can't get protected to save his life. Every time he snaps the ball, there's someone in the back trying to take his head off.
1: Yeah, that's true, and he's been running for his life, so, I mean, but uh, look, I, uh, there's just way too many games left, uh, you know.
3: Right, and there's some guys we talk about, Russell Wilson, we talk about Mahomes, we talk about Watson. Those are guys that if the pocket breaks down, they can move, they can make something happen. That is not Goff. Goff is a pocket quarterback. He needs a clean sheet. He needs to have three to four seconds of no one trying to kill him, and then he can play. You make a move, he's not going to be able to do anything.
1: alright five two one two four 855-2124-CBS. Cal in Seattle.
3: How you doing, Pharrell?
1: I don't know, Mafia, you call that mafia. You were just in Seattle. Do you want to give uh Cal a review of his city?
3: I loved it I had a good time. We spent like uh, three days there. We walked all around the city, all up the hills and everything, so everything we you know we thought we needed to. I thought it was a good time, had some good seafood, took the ferry, took you know, did everything. It was a good city. Almost. Yeah, there was some of those. Plenty of those and plenty of those yeah. there in Portland. That was oh
1: the, yeah. That was, the favorite, the that was the favorite part of his trip, the homeless people. <laughs> he he actually enjoyed them the most. Well, it's the, nice to know
3: there's some, you know, they're, they're out there besides New York.
1: They were the nicest of the bunch of the lot, so at the end of the day they win. So did he just stay in a tarp tent with some of them and No, no he didn't, but he did spend a lot of time on the streets. Oh, okay. All right. Hey man, I just wanted to
2: bring something up watching that Steelers Chargers game last night. Right. There's none of this stuff Dawn on Dean Spanos that this is going to carry over when he moves in that new stadium. He'll make money, but when the crowd's like 75, 80% always for the other team, it just starts to look ridiculous and it's really bad optics. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't understand this. I don't understand why he went there in the first place. And he thought the fan base from San Diego, since it was just two hours away, would follow him up north,
1: and they didn't. Yeah, well, people don't uh, you know, I do you remember even Philip Rivers said I'm going to drive I don't know how he does it, but he said I'm going to drive every day from San Diego to LA to practice and to the games and I'm going to have like, you know, he's got like nine kids or something. He's going to he's got a driver and then I think he's got, you know, he's in the back, you know.
3: Or he's got uh, a fancy van with all the TVs and right, he watches tape the whole yeah, time. Yeah, he's
1: watching tape. He's resting, he's chilling out allegedly. Listen, it's impossible, you know, when you live in, this is just me, I lived there, right? So for 10 years, I have have enough of a card to say, uh, have a piece of this. I would never, in my wildest dreams, literally drive to Los Angeles, even from Huntington Beach on a you know uh sunday to see a a game it's just so painful it is so annoying it is so aggravating and so consistently wildly horrific on those highways there now sunday is a little teeny fraction of a bit better you know saturday and sunday aren't quite as ruthless as monday through friday but they're still really bad right so if you live Two and a half hours away. Like, I remember, I just, didn't we go to the fight and, like, Cole drove up and he said it was a piece of cake. But he left at 3 o'clock, got there at 5, no problem. He made it. But most people in their right mind uh, that I know would never make that drive to do anything. Like, I won't even make the drive to Manhattan on a Saturday from where I live, which is 30 minutes door to door. I just, I won't even think about it. I won't even consider it. I literally, I've lived here for 21 years or something. I don't want to go anywhere near this place when I don't have to, right? So the same thing bodes true for the, the Charger fans. There's no way they're driving to L.A. to see football games. They're just not. And if there are, it's a very small pocket, I would be willing to bet. So they did not follow them to Los Angeles at all. What they want is their team back, and the city doesn't want them. Right? Isn't that the end of it? Isn't that pretty much the end of it? They wouldn't build them a stadium. And they're like, we don't care if you leave. See you later. And then now they're moving into this... Shangri-La in in Inglewood, and I still have to see, to believe it, that they're not going to go there. Because I think that place will be sold out every week. Whether it's their fans or someone else, it's irrelevant to me. The place is going to be sold out every week. It's going to be way better than where they've been playing.
3: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
1: You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. So the Niners... uh, at the beginning of the season they were 40 to 1 uh to uh win the Super Bowl. Now they're 8 to 1. That's after week 6. They're 8 to 1. They're uh really I think blowing everybody's mind the way they're playing.
2: And I think that the another reason why that has gotten as low as it has is what we were saying earlier. Who's good? Like seriously, who is good? Like who do you want to really seriously lay money on to to beat the Patriots right now in January or the Super Bowl. Who do you want to –
1: Well, certainly, if I were looking at, uh, you know, right now, to me, you got the Niners, Saints, have five wins each, nobody else. So, I mean, right now they're the two best teams. Or uh, Seattle. I I like Seattle too. I think Russell Wilson. Do you think Garoppolo is better than Wilson? Because I I think Wilson's – Wilson. I think Wilson's – Wilson
2: is one of the – you know we've been through this a bunch. He is one of the five, top five, maybe top three guys in the game right now. What he does on a week-to-week basis is incredible. Is incredible. Right? With what he has around him. I will put the money on now that guy. Now he lost his tight end. I will put the money on that guy to do it himself. Home, road, I don't care. I'll 60 back minutes, he's a nightmare. I'll back that guy because he does it with nothing either.
1: And what do you think of Teddy, the job he's done for the Saints? That was a tough game yesterday, but they did it. They won.
2: They did it. And, and, you know, a lot of people were on the Jaguars going into that game. Saints took care of business again. He's been good in there. Have they been explosive and scored the kind of points that they normally score, like when Breeze is in there? No, they have not. But they have gotten the job done every week, and they're almost there. You know, a couple more weeks, they hit that bye. They're going to come back, and Drew's going to be ready in early November, and he's going to be fresh. And maybe that offense kicks it up another notch. It hurts them right now that Kamara's kind of banged up too right now. So right now
1: you would have basically Carolina, the Vikings, the Packers will be the three, four and two teams, three separate four and two teams. And, you know, I have to tell you, I think the for me, the Vikings are uh, they're Jekyll and Hyde. When they play at home, they're fantastic. When they play on the road, they're disastrous. It's unbelievable how they just can't be consistent. They don't, you know what I mean? Like, is it, is it just me? Look or- at
2: that week they went into Chicago, and they were absolutely awful in that game, outside, on the road. I don't trust them in a big spot. In fact. So
1: they lost at Green Bay. They lost at the Bears. They won at the Giants. Now they go to the Lions. The Giants, they kicked their ass in that life. Right,
2: but I would not, even at home, I would not bet on them in a big spot against a good team. I still would right. not because I don't trust that guy. I don't care what he did yesterday. The Eagles secondary is is embarrassing. I have to tell
1: you, I, f- I forget the guy's name uh, that was guarding Diggs. But that Douglas, is that his name? That guy got just absolutely worked. I mean, that guy was giving up one bomb after the next to Diggs, and he was just getting used. Like, it was embarrassing. Like, Diggs was outrunning him by six yards on every pass, right? Like, deep balls. He was just absolutely roasting his ass. And then they – you know what? It showed you how thin they are because they never replaced him. They just let him keep going out there and guarding him. They had no one else that could guard him. So if, if you have a guy giving up roastings, two of them in a row, three of them, are you not putting somebody else on the guy? You just let it keep happening all day in the NFL? There's no one on the team that can run with the guy? Because then if you can't run with him, you're not beating him. That's it. If you have a guy – like Philly has that guy in Deshaun Jackson – but they don't have him ever. Like, the guy plays once a month, right? Now I'm here, he's going to play in Dallas. But if you count on him, then, you know, you should believe your girlfriend every day when she's lying to your face. You know what I mean? Like, honestly, I don't trust that guy, Deshaun Jackson, as far as you can spit with his injuries. But when he plays, he gives them that stretch. He gives them the space. And, you know, you get Wentz throwing to him deep ball, and he'll kill you.
3: Right, you have to make sure there's a safety back to watch him every time he's over there. It but he never more room plays. For those other guys to play. But you're right, underneath it opens it up for things for guys. But if he's not there, it changes it. it. Lets them, you know, have the 2 deep coverage on everybody. The thing with Minnesota is that team. It's not even just about home. They have to get up. They have to be ahead. If that is not a team that is built to come from behind, because that's when you put it on Kirk Cousins, and that's when it falls apart. When you're allowed to unleash that defense and just have them start pass rushing guys, you know, pin the ears back and try to kill the quarterback and use the running game and take the pressure off Cousins, then they're good and they could be dangerous. If you let them get up on you by 10, 12, 14 points, that's when they can just – I don't Michelle. even know
1: why they don't run the ball all the time with Cook. I mean, uh, you know, it, it, he's so dynamic that they – He's a problem. You have to worry about him because he'll chunk off 8 to 10 a carry on you. And then uh, all of a sudden, Cousins should be able to burn you with Diggs. Now, I guarantee you, Diggs has stopped complaining after he had his big day yesterday, right? Or does he still want to be traded? He's another one of these clowns that doesn't like the team he's on because he doesn't get the rock enough or Ramsey in Jacksonville or, you know, the guys that complain all day. Uh, do you think he's happy now, finally, that they threw him the ball 50 times? What about uh, Thalen? He's another crybaby. They both cry and complain about not getting a rock enough, right?
2: We'll see what happens when there's another game where uh, they don't get the rock, where Cousins looks bad or, you know, they lose a low-scoring game. We'll see if they cry after that.
1: The only three and three teams, because right now I told you there's three fives and there's three fours and there's three threes, the Eagles, Cowboys, and Rams, and that's it. Now, remember, the Bears had a bye, right? So now they're playing this week. And they can move to 3-3. and They're playing at home this week.
2: Who do they got this week?
1: Well, they got uh, an interesting game because I think the Saints go there. The Saints are at uh, Soldier Field. I remember when I was a kid, listen to this. I went to see the Saints play the Bears when I was a little kid. You know who the quarterback was? Who was it? Archie Manning. How about that? I saw him running for his life against the Bears. So... I went to Soldier Field to see Archie Manning play as a kid, and it was a long afternoon for him.
3: I think with the Saints, too, I think you're seeing – you know, we always know that Sean Payton's a good coach. I think you're seeing just how good of a coach he is because it's easy when you have Drew Brees and you can just light things up. Now when you have Teddy Bridgewater, you have to completely change your offense and play more of a conservative-type game and still win week after week like they've done. I think this is the best coaching job he's ever done.
1: All right, coming up later, Joe Curley. Uh, We'll talk about the Rams' problems, but who's to blame in Dallas? Because, I mean, there's, you know, first of all, your boy, Dak Prescott, should have – but did they ever offer him the money that he wanted? Because there was never really uh, a story of an offer. There was just stories of what he wanted, that he wanted $40 million, there right? Was,
2: there was a couple that were floated out there, reported that there was some offers in, in the 30 range. 30 you know, So he uh, should have taken that because
1: now he's – to me, now he's looking like about a $20 million quarterback. He's Every week it gets worse. So – Is he to blame, or is it Jason Garrett? Who do you blame, or is it that pathetic defense of theirs?
2: Look, uh, and also, you know, you're getting to the point now. I I know that we always do. uh, You know, you beat whoever's in front of you, and and you do all that. Now we're getting, like, to the middle of the season, and when you haven't beaten anybody good by the time you get to, the you know, their seventh, eighth, ninth game, right? then you can start saying, hey, you've never beaten anybody good, and here's what it comes down to. This year, the Cowboys have beaten – the Giants, the Dolphins, and the Redskins. That's it. Those are their three wins. Those three teams suck. So the other games that they played were... Saints, the, Packers. And the Jets, who they lost, they lost to the Jets yesterday. So, look, they haven't beaten anybody now. Now they get another opportunity on Sunday to beat a, a Philly team who's made, not a great team. They just got smoked. But at least they've won some games.
1: Do you think that that uh, team... Do, do you think, seriously, that... because? I have a hard time believing that, uh, that Dak Prescott, uh, you know, I, you would think Dak and Zeke would be better than than Wentz and his backfield, but do you disagree with that? Do you think that, that Wentz is actually better and that they've got the better quarterback?
3: Well, the big thing is going to be not necessarily who's better between just straight up them or them. It's going to be the protection. But that, that, that's what yesterday. I'm asking
1: you is who's the better quarterback?
3: The Better quarterback – I'd say right now it's a wash because Wentz is probably better talent-wise, but he can't stay in there. Dak, at least, has played throughout his career. and hasn't really sat out many games.
1: Oh, what a touchdown pass from Rodgers. Oh, my and God. Is, Did and you see that pass? this literally comes
2: two plays after the referees absolutely handed the Packers a first down. The Lions sacked them on third. It was going to be fourth down. They threw a flag, some bogus phantom hands to the face penalty on the Lions, and now two plays later the Packers go in and score. Another great officiating job, just like yesterday. He's He'll down, the... or is that is
1: he going to be down ah, at the one foot line? it's all a scam
2: anyway. These these officials are such; they are just the worst in this
3: league. Well, he's
1: down right there at the one, right? Or does he get a continuation? Because well, where the
3: ball is, so you got to.
1: Well, he caught it.
3: The ball might be right on the line. You know, once you cross the plane at all, oh, no, that... he's down.
2: I don't know. He's going. Anyway. Oh, they gave the refs, it to him. The refs hacked this game up already. They screwed the Lions two plays before that.
1: Now they're throwing flags. Here we go. Uh, what are they going to do here? Is this? A, uh, is this? They're moving it back now. Now oh, this. Watch what you miss. They what, always have, have to influence now.
2: these games. They always have to do it.
3: They definitely tried to yesterday in that Jets game. The Cowboys was seven straight plays. They threw flags, five pass interference, and one, you know, illegal contact on the defense. They just marched the Cowboys right down.
1: Yeah, I listen, uh, I've already gone through this a thousand times on this show, but uh, one of the problems I have, and I saw it yesterday again, is the refs, half of them look like they're 80 years old. Have you ever seen anything like it? They're like 80 years old and they can't keep up with the play, and then, have you ever seen it? Like when they're arguing with the players or whatever, and they're like literally, they're, they lived in the same old folks home as my dad. I mean, Honestly. They're like 80 years old. I mean, can they get anyone that's young and that's physical that can run up and down the field and keep up with these guys? Because it's the same thing, Mafia, that bothers me about basketball. The guy that makes the calls from 50 feet behind the play, he can't even keep up with us. And, right. I, and I'm 54 running up and down. I got some guy, 65 years old, chasing me down the court. He's 50 feet behind the play and he's making foul calls. Are you kidding me? Same thing in the NFL. They got all these refs that are too old. They can't keep up with the play. Coming up, Joe Curley, Ventura, County Star. We'll talk about the Rams' problems at the top of the hour. This is Pharrell and bench on CBS Sports Radio.
0: Okay, picture this.